Welcome to Kingdom Minded Podcast with Ray Munoz. Welcome everybody to another episode of Kingdom Minded Podcast. It's me, your host, Ray Munoz. Well, hello everybody. Welcome back to another episode. It has been a busy, no, not busy. It's been a crazy few couple of days, a week, I guess I would say, um, since the last episode I had. Um, so I've been on quarantine for about a week, maybe about two, almost. This is second week. This is week two of quarantine. Uh, I got a call late Sunday night or a text and letting me know that I was exposed to somebody who had tested positive for coronavirus. So just kind of been chilling at home, went and got tested that following Tuesday. Uh, that was the day that they had testing, which was actually pretty interesting because they weren't your doctors weren't allowing you to get tested um, unless you were showing symptoms. Uh, which doesn't quite make sense to me. I would, you would think that I would need to be tested if I was exposed to anybody. But uh, either way, I got testing done through uh, the county, which was free. So that's also good. I'm um, sure insurance would have covered it, but I think they were only covering it if you had symptoms. So, you know, that whole deal with uh, insurance goes. Um, but anyways, so we got tested on Tuesday and just been kind of lingering around the house uh so it was interesting uh got a lot done got a lot of cleaning done i guess um had to work from home uh so that was still work so you know um it wasn't horrible aside from not being able to go out and see anybody um and then also uh my mom was exposed to me which was exposed to somebody else so we both had to stay home from work, so that kind of stunk. Um, you know, I don't think we really understand how this is all working until everybody you come in contact has to stay home. So um, definitely not cool, but is what it is. So we just rode through it, uh, moved all my guitar lessons to online and, you know, just making it happen. Um but it was it was different. Uh, a lot of cooking at home, so <laughs> um, you know, used a lot of Instacart, and that was about it. You know, it was it's you know, go moving along. So um, today is Monday, um, and got we called actually today because they're still not posting them online. But called today and found out that I am negative. So thank you, Jesus for that um so hopefully you'll be able to go back to work soon um into the building and be able to work there um but it's been boy it's just been it's been different um you know doing kitchen church from my room um on thursdays and then relying on my fantastic team to take care of sunday for us um because everything at the was at the church and I couldn't go down to the church to get the green screen, um, to set up everything. Um, so that was kind of a bummer, but luckily the team was able to take care of all of that for us. Um, so that's pretty awesome. Um, 
but yeah, I ordered a, a LED light ring on Amazon for uh, my Thursday nights because I think I'm going to start doing them from here at the house and just get a backdrop and put it in here um, and record that Thursday night from here so I don't have to leave home. I actually enjoyed doing that because it was a lot easier on me than having to drive down to the church um, if it's just me. So that was a little different, but, you know, moving along. So um, not going to take up too much of your guys' time here today because I do want to jump into this episode for today. Um, but I hope you enjoyed the Love Thy Neighbor series. Um, it was definitely um, eye-opening for me, and I pray that it was eye-opening for you as well. Um, you know, I felt that it was just needed at the moment. And so I'm glad that we were able to grow together and, um, you know, move move through this time with a different understanding and a different compassion for people who are experiencing prejudice, not only in just in society, but in the church as well. And we're learning to change the things that we have done to make ourselves better, um, to make ourselves more like God. And so, um, you know, I just think that was, I think it was needed and so thank you all of the guests who jumped on and, you know, shared their um, experiences. I know it wasn't always easy for them to share. So I appreciate it. And I and I thank you guys for, for doing that for us. Um, and we were able to see into their life. And now we have a, a, you know, a sense of compassion for it. And maybe the things we do, the things we say are going to be a little bit more calculated now because we have heard from our brother or sister. So thank you guys for joining us. Uh, today's episode is going to be a guest. Uh, it's actually a part two. Um, part one was supposed to be a double guest, but this guest wasn't able to make it. And so we were able to record the following week, but with the love thy neighbor series, I uh, kind of pushed off on this one for a little bit. Um, but I'm excited cause I think it's still great. A lot of, um, a lot of good good stuff here um for some of you guys that may be doing uh online services still we're still one of them that are still doing online services for our kids um we have not ran buses yet and we have not had kids church yet um i i don't know when that will be happening as of right now um things are kind of pointing in the other direction it was looking better um but I think here in California, things are starting to spike again. Obviously, I was home for about a week and a half. Um, so, boy, oh, boy, I don't know. I don't have the answer for it. I just let you, I can only let you know what we're doing right now. So, as of right now, we're just doing online services. So, this information that I have today from this guest is definitely helping me and my ministry out. And we're trying to navigate through this. So, um, if you guys want to share some of it, please DM me, uh, message me, let me know what, what's going on with you guys. But uh, without further ado, here we go. All right, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, I have a returning guest here, Brother Chris Bradshaw. How you doing, Brother Chris? I'm good. How are you, Brother Munoz? Um, we're hanging in there. We're, we're, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> you know, COVID, right. COVID's going on and... You know we're still pushing through, so it's it's all good over here. Um, congratulations on the new baby. 
Yes, baby number five. Man, I was I was telling uh, Eric, I said, man, he's about to get a pickup game going on here with all these kids. <laughs> no, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting it off. You're like, yep, yeah, we're, we're this is it. <laughs> Yes, sir. Oh man! Well, congratulations. You know. Thank you, beautiful baby girl. God blessed us. Yeah. Hope everything's going well, healthy. You know, that's that's all that matters, really. You know. Yes. Right now. Fact, you, yeah. you might hear her in the background periodically. I am at home. So. That's all right. Then when she gets older, you can play the you can play this back for her. Oh, there you right. go. Yeah, you yep. play back. You know, and just say, "Hey, that was you." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's um, awesome. Let's uh, let's give a little introduction for those of you who have not heard your previous episode. I'll just go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us uh, who you are and where you're from, and all that kind of good stuff. Sure. So, um, uh, brother Chris Bradshaw, I'm from Pastor Uzzle's Church in Union City, Tennessee. Um, and uh, here recently, I've actually joined forces with Brother Williams, doing everything I can to help him with China Church, and uh, if anybody listened to the last episode with Brother Williams, um, and I'm sorry I wasn't able to make it, I had a, an emergency call, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm, we're now doing Pakistan, and in the works right now, um, actually the last time that I was on, I was planning a trip to Africa, mm-hmm. and went on a mission trip to Africa, so we're trying to bring in some of the African brothers and sisters into the fold as well for Sunday school online. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if brother Williams called you this week, but he's been in contact with a man from Uganda. Yeah. He and, sent me a text message on that. I, I got that. Yes. That, was, that was awesome. I told him, yeah, so, I told him, I said, Hey man, save some souls for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Man, it's blowing up for us as far as as far as that goes, and it's it's crazy because, you know, it's it's not like we're forcing the issue or we're, you know, the old adage we're not kicking the door in and splintering the frame, but the doors are just being open for us, so mm-hmm. we're just walking through them as they open. Man, that's awesome. And uh, we actually have another group in Pakistan that we did Sunday school with, besides the one that we've been doing Sunday school with uh, this last Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so I, we had two cell phones going, one on a stand, and then Brother Williams was holding another one, and we were we were teaching to both groups uh, and doing Sunday school. So it, it it's man, it, it's taken off. It's awesome. Man, that's incredible. That is it's really incredible, and just you know, God's just opening up so many doors for you guys right now, and, and it's just it's encouraging. You know, it feels good, and it don't take take me wrong when i say that but i haven't been able to physically put my hands on my bus babies and pray for them in almost four months yeah yeah and you know social media is great reaching out to them it's great but it's just it's not the same as sitting down with somebody that i've poured time into and somebody that i've poured money into and somebody that i've I've poured my prayers and fasting and tears and just works for for that and it's just you know to have that distance from my from my my bus babies is it's it's rough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, we're all there right now. Every, everybody's there right now. Yeah. And so yeah. it's it, just awesome that these doors are being open for us. You mm-hmm. know, not necessarily just in the United States, but overseas, and mm-hmm. it's just it's blowing my mind. Yeah. And let's. Uh, I want to ask a question before we get into the 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 Pakistan church and everything else that's going on. Um, how have you been connecting with your bus route since you have had um, 
haven't had much contact with them with this whole COVID thing going on. Right. So majority of the time I have, um, all of my, uh, writers phone numbers mm-hmm. and periodically I'll shoot them text messages and stuff. But, um, several times we've actually loaded up in our buses and this last time I'd actually didn't get to go. I was running sound. We were doing outdoor church. So I was picking mm-hmm. up, but everybody's jumped on their buses and we've just drove down the streets, put all the windows down and we stayed on the bus, kept the doors closed, mm-hmm. but we just rolled through our neighborhoods, honking, making as much noise as we could to get the kids attention. They would all run outside. We would actually get to talk to them. Oh, that's you know, awesome. we're, we're social distanced, uh-huh. you know, but yeah. we still got to talk to our, our, our kids. So that was nice. And we took candy with us and, you know, um, we were tossing candy out the windows and stuff to them. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I was just, I was, I, I like to hear how everybody's trying to stay connected to their, to their kids and bus routes and just see, uh, all the different things that everybody's doing. And I thought that's really it's awesome. Rough. Yeah. Oh yeah. Trust me. I was telling myself, even if we go back, because, you know, there is a chance that we will start having um, children's ministry again, but it's going right. to become, it's going to be back with most likely limitations, you know? Yeah. Um, What's it, normal after this? Yeah. It's not going to be the same. Um, <laughs> and I said, I told someone, I said, you know how hard it is going to be not to hug, hug my babies. I said, right. that, that is going to be the hardest thing for me because they're, you know, like you said, they're they're your babies. That's 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 someone you you poured your heart into, and you know. But I I I talked to them on the phone, and I talked to one the other night, and um, we were just talking all kinds of you know. They were teasing each other, and we were teasing me, and it was good. It felt good to at least just have those conversations with them once a week, you know, and right. see how and, they're doing. You know, if we're missing them, and we're such an intricate part of their life, no doubt. <laughs> they're absolutely missing us too yeah yeah and so they're feeling the same separation that we're feeling mm-hmm. and and in some cases even more so because we don't know the hell that they face at home yeah and sometimes sunday is the only reprieve that they get from the oppression that they're under yeah that is and, true you know either at our school and you know school's been out for three four months and we haven't been able to run buses for three or four months and so these kids have been living in a constant state of you know, perpetual hell, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just depression is on the rise and suicide rates are on the rise due to all this. And yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy times we live in. Yeah. Yeah, definitely is. And, you know, be praying for you guys and, you know, just that God will help us and help them, you know? Yes. And I think that's, that's the number one thing is just covering them in prayer right now, calling it their is. names out, you know? I was telling them, I was, I, oh, I get on them. I said, you watch Kids Church this week? No, Brother Ray, you need to get on the phone and you need to watch Kids Church this week. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah. So it's just been, you know, day by day, week by week, we're taking it. But, you know, praying in Jesus' name that something something will happen and something will change. Yes. You know? um, Although I, I do have to say one of the good aspects of COVID, if you could find something good in it, would be the fact that it has forced us to adapt it has forced us to change mm-hmm. and uh you know one of the um one of my instructors I'm, I'm actually in school to become an emt and one of my instructors he likes to always say well, here's a tool for your toolbox mm-hmm. that you'll be able to use you know later on and so you know all of this has forced us to use alternative means to reach 
our children, to reach our congregations, to reach, you know, those in our community that we would normally go and knock on the door and say, hey, you know, Jesus loves you and and pour love out to them and, and get them, you know, interested in church and Bible studies. And it's forced us to adapt to overcome that obstacle of, hey, you can't touch. Hey, you can't be within six feet. Hey. And, you know, it's forced us to learn new skills. And so, you know, you know, for us, I was behind the curveball or that, that, you know, the eight ball on some of this stuff. And so here I am, I'm having to learn, all right, video production and Mm -hmm. audio production as far as social media goes to reach our kids, to reach our community. And so if there is a good aspect to this, it's the fact that going on from here forward, this has greatly increased our outreach efforts. I mean, look at what's going on at our church right now, Pakistan, China, Mm -hmm. Uganda. It has forced us into the fact that you know, traditional, you know, if I say a missionary, what do you think of? Yeah, someone You automatically think of somebody out in the field or overseas pouring their heart and soul into it. Mm-hmm. And yes, absolutely, 100% I agree. But on the flip side of that, I can't go to Pakistan right now. Although a, a, a trip is in the works, I've already done all the research and everything, and I'm going as soon as I can. Mm-hmm. But for right now, I can't go. It's It's... I, I physically cannot go. And so what I can do is I can get on my cell phone and I can video chat. I can zoom. I can whatever means necessary. And I can still minister 10 hours away on the other side of the world. I can minister to Pakistan and I haven't even left the United States yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's... Now don't get me wrong. I absolutely want to go and I'm going to, that, you know, that that's the same difference as you know, I'm using social media to preach to my bus babies or I can put my hands on my bus babies and pray them through the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's no substitute for putting hands on. Yeah. But yeah. we're having to deal with what we're handed. And mm-hmm. this is what we've been handed. So we're doing as best we can with what we have. And so I do have to say that I, I really appreciate uh, the nudge to, hey, you need to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. And I, and I think you're you're completely right on that. It's like it's forced you. Like you would have probably never ever I don't know. I can't say never ever. But I can speak for myself. I wouldn't have put this much time into learning this stuff. Because right. exactly. I didn't need to. It wasn't a necessity. Exactly. And now that it's a necessity, I have all this stuff that I can do now it's like i can edit a green screen i would i which i had never known how to do before you know just don't step on it yeah just don't step on it because this is gonna fall on you (laughs) like you're trying to lead an altar call man Man, i was dying you you, i can't wait till we're done with this we're gonna put out the entire bloopers reel from from blooper reel oh man it's been it's been so fun just like we've been having fun with it i'll tell you that you know, we're making the best out of this. You know, we're not we're not sitting here saying we got lemons with a sour face. We're busting out the sugar and making some lemonade, man. Lemonade, you I know? heard that. We're just we're just doing what we can and just saying, you know what, God, we're gonna we're gonna take whatever whatever you're throwing our way and, and we're gonna we're gonna work with it, you know. Well, getting a bad attitude about it ain't gonna change the fact that it's here. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a, that man, that's <laughs> preaching right there. You can sit there so, and cry about it or you can sit there and just do it, you know, and that's and, that's just one way I know for sure my mom has raised me. And just don't sit there right. and cry about it. Change it. You know? Right. Make it the best. 
And so we have this obstacle or you could consider it a, a stepping stone. So mm-hmm. it can be the, the, the wall in your way or it can be the wall that elevates you higher. Mm-hmm. And, and so we've chosen to use it to the glory of God as far as, you know, now we're doing all these online churches to foreign missions fields mm-hmm. and we can't be there physically, but yeah, we are there, you know, on, on a screen, we are there through audio and we're preaching to these kids and they're getting it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, going into the deeper into the Pakistan thing. Uh, so how that actually all started off was, is my grandfather, brother, uh, Philip Cooper, he does daily posts on his Facebook and, uh, this girl from Pakistan, Sister Sahir, she's 16 years old. She came across one of his posts and she commented on it, you know, would you teach me? And so my grandpa was like, well, yeah, I'll teach you, you know, no problem. And so they started doing daily Bible studies. And he invited her to log on to our Facebook, our Facebook Live for when we do Sunday school on Sunday mornings. And uh, she started logging on, started commenting and stuff. And we thought we were getting ready to be able to start running our buses again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of looked like it was trending that way, but it, unfortunately, no. But it looked like it was trending that way. So we were like, you know what? We're going to start moving our Sunday school offline, and we're going to start doing it in person again. And I just really felt impressed, man. And it, it's kind of hard to explain if you've never felt that, that nudge from God saying, hey, you need to do this. And so I kind of felt that nudge. and. I called my grandpa and I said, hey, grandpa, um, I'm not trying to step on your toes, not trying to take anything away from you. But how do you feel if I started, you know, really talking to her and started doing Sunday school with her online, you know, while we're doing China Church? Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, that would be great. That's right up your alley. That's what you do anyway. He said, I really think you could take off with this. I think you could do good with this. He said, you have my blessing. He said, here you go. Here's your contact information. So I contacted her on Facebook and I said, you know, I'm, I'm Philip Cooper's grandson. I was just curious if you'd like to start doing some Bible studies or some Sunday school. And she fired right back. I would love to, you know, let, let's do it. So mm-hmm. I, I, at that point, I called Brother Dwayne. I said, hey, bro, how do you feel about this? Is this all right? And he goes, man, bring it on. And so. At that point, I'd call Eric, and I was like, hey, Eric, I got a family of four that's going to be joining us Sunday. And he goes, man, that's awesome. China, Pakistan, you know, we're international now. And I was like, <laughs> yes, sir, we are, you know. And so uh, I started talking to her Saturday, and this was about a month ago now. And I started talking to her on Saturday, and she was like, uh, you know, hey, brother, I've got 50, 60 kids here waiting on you. And I was like, what? I thought it was just a family of four, you know, and that's, yeah. don't get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. That is still exciting. If it was one brother, I would, I would do it. Yeah. But when she told me she had that many kids, man, I nearly fell out of the chair. I was sitting and I was like, how many again? Sorry. You got to run past me again. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, 50 or 60. And I was like, wow. So at that point I started blowing your phone up. I started blowing Eric's phone up. I started blowing, you know, brother Dwayne's phone up. I, Man, I was just so excited. And then Sunday, when when we came in and uh, we we did our lesson, uh, we kind of had a few technical difficulties because we were trying to do it on Zoom, and we were just going to have everybody logged on at the same time. So we mm-hmm. were going to do China 
and Pakistan at the same time. But um, it kind of worked out better for us not to do it that way. And simply because, you know, our China ministry, every kid has a cell phone, iPad, or computer. And so everybody logs on from home. And we can see everybody at the same time. And Pakistan, they have one little bitty cell phone. And I've got 60 kids sitting in a compound. And Sister Sahir is wearing an earpiece so she can hear because they're outside. And, you know, the kids are all talking and stuff. So she's wearing an earpiece so the kids can't hear me. Mm -hmm. The kids can't see me. And if you know Brother Bradshaw, I teach with object lessons. That's just my thing. Mm -hmm. I I don't teach without an object lesson generally. That's just something that my grandma instilled in me. You know, they'll remember the object lesson before they remember the lesson. And they'll put them they'll put them both together and wow, it really sticks in their mind. I mean, you give me a room full of random objects in five minutes and I can have you an object lesson whipped up. Mm-hmm. No problem. That's just the way my brain works. You can ask my wife. Yeah. We go into a hobby lobby and she's like, Ugh. you know, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she teases me about it all the time, but I, we had to go a different route with Pakistan. They can't see my object lessons. They can't hear my object lessons. So it forced us to go into a different vein. So instead of using the object lesson, we're teaching. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with object lessons, nothing wrong with teaching. And it's kind of forced me to adapt and to kind of do both. And so that's been an interesting transition for us. But I will say I have really enjoyed uh, the interaction back from, you know, Pakistan and China. You know, I, I hadn't been helping Brother Williams up to this point. I've had a whole lot on my plate and, you know, I don't want to overstretch myself. And I also don't want to take somebody else's blessing. Yeah. And so he, he stepped into that role and I was perfectly fine with letting him have that role and letting that be his ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I teach the kids there in Union City and I, I'm fine with that. Uh, and now... <clears throat> through circumstance and, and God opening the door. I'm now doing it to Pakistan and doing my absolute best to help Brother Williams in China and wherever else this is going because we have contacts that we've made in Mexico as well. Yeah, yeah, he was and telling so, me about that. That's exciting. Man, I'm telling you, it's blowing up for us. <laughs> and it's so amazing to step back and to view the big picture and to see where God's taking us and, and where this is going and mm-hmm. never in a million years, you, you couldn't have told me four months ago that I would be teaching to Pakistan and China and, you know, these others that are opening up, you would have never convinced me of that. But yet here I am, I'm planning a mission trip to Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that first Sunday, <clears throat> That first Sunday, uh, whenever we hung up with those kids and listening to them, you know, say hallelujah and looking out and seeing 60 kids from Pakistan with their hands raised and tears running down their face, bro, Mm -hmm. that broke us. I'm about to start crying again. That broke us. We're sitting there in in the main sanctuary where we've we've been doing our recording and our, our live streams and stuff, and... The entire group that was with us, I mean, we're all laying on the floor, bawling our eyes out. I'm talking long after we hung up the phone. Wow. And the, the presence of God was just so rich in the church and the burden that was instantaneously birthed. I mean, it, it was just unreal. And before I, we even hung up the phone, 
yeah, I, it was already going through my mind. All right, how much are tickets to Pakistan? I've already had my shots, you know. I've been to Africa. I was, mm-hmm. I went to Africa in December, and so I have all my shots, so I'm good there. My, you know, my passport's good, and so before I even hung up the phone with them, and this was running through my mind, another one of the brothers that helps us do it, he had already looked up tickets, already had prices and everything, and he was feeling the same burden that I felt. And so he and I are actually going to do our best to go to Pakistan, hopefully sometime this year. And if not, and if stuff doesn't get back to normal, thanks to old Rona, we'll uh, we'll probably yeah we'll probably do it sometime next year. But man, I just I can't wait to go. Yeah, it's, oh, wow, that's incredible. Blowing my mind. That really is. It's it's so incredible on how that happened and how this just all came about and and it's really just been a journey of just following God and what he's telling you to do. You know, there is there yes. is no other simple formula to this other than just going where he's telling you to walk. You know. Yes, sir. It's just those nudges Man. he's been giving you and you're just doors are opening if you, as long as you're going the right way. It is. And you know, totally Random, but I mean, if, if you're if you feel like God's calling you to the ministry, you don't have to fill the shoes of anybody else's ministry. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, you know, I could have been, well, I'm in children's ministry. Why didn't they ask me to do China ministry? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't do that. And I, I didn't even feel that. I'm just saying, if you're in the ministry and you feel like God has called you. You don't have to look at somebody else's ministry and say, you know, well, I could do better. Yeah, Maybe you could, but God didn't call you to that ministry. Mm-hmm. So you have to get you a hammer and a chisel and you got to go chisel your own out. You yeah. got to chisel your own space out and yeah. it has to become your ministry. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for me, uh, when we first came to Union City, I was just doing everything I could to help out. And I remember Brother Dwayne had asked me, he said, hey, man, you want to help me out in children's church? And I was like, yes, sir, absolutely. And he goes, why don't you get an object lesson ready? Mm -hmm. So I did. He taught, and then he had me get up and I taught. And then shortly after that, he said, hey, I've got a lot on my plate. You want to take this over? And I Mm -hmm. said, yes, sir, I will. And so I've been doing that ever since then. Yeah. And And so – Oh, I'm sorry. It's prepared me. No, you're good. That's prepared me for what we're stepping into now. You know, in December, I was in Africa. Guess what I did in, while I was in Africa? I taught Sunday school. Mm-hmm. I used object lessons, and I taught Sunday school. And then, of course, we, we met up with Brother Ashton, and then my brother and I, we went and we preached for him at his youth conference. Mm-hmm. But uh, everything that's happened up to this point, has prepared me for the next set, the doors that God is opening up for us right now. Yeah. And I could have gotten discouraged throughout, throughout the entire way. But instead of getting discouraged about it, I just said, all right, God, I'm going to wait on you. You know, And while it felt like everybody else's ministry is taking off and you're just sitting here doing the same thing, and you're like, man, you know, I feel stagnant. And do not get me wrong. I absolutely love what I do, and I I wasn't seeking anything else out, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I am human and I am flesh, and I see my my 
you know, my minister buddies, and the doors are just being open for them and just slammed wide open. And man, they're, they have it going on. They got revival and their children's ministry is just taking off. And, mm-hmm. and here you are, you're like, man, I'm, I'm doing everything I know to do, God. And I'm trying to force the issue up to that point. You know, I'm doing what I can. I'm trying to force this and it's just not working, God. And so finally, brother, I, I think it was brother Dwayne. He came up to me and he said, Hey man, he said, you can't kick the door down because you're going to make splinters and you're never, ever going to be able to get that door shut again. Mm. He said, just wait for God to open it because then you don't even have to do the work. You just have to walk through the door that he opened. Yeah. And so I got, com- I got comfortable with where I was at. And by that, I mean, I wasn't trying to seek out anybody else's ministry. I wasn't trying to force things to happen. I stayed in my lane and I did the I'm, you know, I'm still doing the best I can, but I do the best I can with where I'm at right now and mm-hmm. be content with that. Yeah. And now here we are. God's like, okay, you've learned your lesson. You know, it's what it feels like. <laughs> mm-hmm. You've learned your lesson. Now I can trust you with a little more. Yeah. And so here he is opening the door to Pakistan. And now we're stepping through that and we're going to see where that takes us. Yeah. And, and I think it's really important because too many people want to be, uh, how do I put this? Too many people want to be a stubborn vessel instead of being a willing vessel. Willing vessel. You know? Yeah. And, um, we, and, and I think that is tremendous. Like how, you know, you, you let Eric know about this and you say, Hey, this is what we're doing. And you just kind of just handed it, you know, you're just like. I just know that this is going to be great. And it's more like this is going to be great for our church as opposed to this is just going to be great for me. Right. You know, and that was the, the, the vision that you had. And you're just like, let's go, let's do this. And I think, you know, I think that is tremendous because I think a lot of us need to understand that it's not about us. It's not about what we are going to do. As long as we're in the, the church doing everything we can where we're needed, you know, and where we're we're being willing to go, God is going to open up, and then it just came full circle for you, and then you know, and then now you're you're helping, you know, and that's not, and it's not like you're overstepping him. You're 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 there, and you're saying, hey, whatever you need, I'm here. Oh, most definitely, and that's one thing that I I absolutely love about Brother Williams, and he's a lot like me, you know, pastor needs something done what do you need? When do you need it done? And he's the same exact way. Mm-hmm. And so when, when it comes to this, you know, he and I text, we talk, we're actually in a group text with the other guys. And so like he texted me Sunday and he was like, Hey bro. He said, uh, you got today. And I was like, absolutely, man. He goes, you got China church. I said, and he's like, nah, man, go for it. And so, you know, Sunday we did China church, we did Pakistan church. And then we did, online Sunday school. And then we went straight into our main service and, mm-hmm. and had, had church. Yeah. And so it, it's nice to work with people who are like-minded and, and that fact, I mean, they're kingdom minded. Yeah. And so it's not about me. It's about the kingdom. It's not about my ministry. It's about how many souls can I get, mm-hmm. at, you know, pointed towards the cross. It's not about me, me, me. It's about, Hey, you know what? This is God's kingdom, and I'm just, I'm just honored to be a part of it. I'm just like it's blowing my mind right now. The doors that God has opened for me, 
And it's humbling in all honesty because, you know, I know my faults. I know my failures. I know my weaknesses. Yeah. And yet God still entrusts me with this. And it's an awesome responsibility. It, mm-hmm. it really is. And it, and if, if, if it were not a God thing, it would drive any sane man insane. Huh. Yeah, for sure. Because it's, it's a great responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, and uh, if, I'm, I'm sorry. And I, I was saying, and I'm sure that Eric's like, man, my prayers have been answered. Someone's here yes. to help me with this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not sure about that. But <laughs> you know, anybody that's done something on their own or, you know, has the responsibility of it. It's, it's, and I'm I'm not speaking for him, but I'm I'm pretty sure he's feeling this. It's it's nice to be able to give it to someone to to take care of it when you know you can't, and say right. I know it's in good hands and I know it's going to be taken care of at the level that it needs to be taken care of at. Right, I I can understand and appreciate that because you know being, you know doing children's church all this time it it is nice sometimes to say, bro can you do this for me this Sunday? And usually the answer is like, yeah, man, no problem. I got you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about a thing. Don't even think about it. Yeah. And so, you know, afterwards, you know, you go talk to a man, how'd it go today? And he goes, man, it went great. We had kids praying everywhere. And I was like, whew, takes yeah. a big, you know, relief, a mm-hmm. big, a big, a deep breath. And it's like, oh, it's like a load being lifted off your shoulders because you were trying to carry it all by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And you're having someone that's just as passionate about it as you are being able yes. to just take the reins and just say, I, I got this. Don't you worry about it. You know, that's, and that's, that's the good thing about being in that group text is, is, you know, we're texting back and forth and we're keeping the fire alive. We're keeping the passion there. We're keeping the, the drive there. We're, we're keeping in contact with each other. Hey bro, how you doing? Have you talked to this one? Have you talked to that one? Mm-hmm. How's China doing? How's Pakistan doing? And really, I know, honestly, it's almost like you're holding, we're holding each other accountable yeah. because you know, I am here in the United States and it would be so easy for me to get too busy to yeah. take care of this baby. You know, let, let's just put it that way <clears throat> too busy to take care of this baby. That's been handed to us. That's just now learning how to crawl. Yeah. And, sure. and that was actually a, another thing we had to deal with was the very first service we had. Um, sister Sahir had went and got a, a translator and he had come and he was taking pictures with, with some of the, the kids and was posting on his social media platform. And, and some of the parents did not like that at all yeah. uh, that had let their kids come. And so she had messaged my grandpa and said, you know, Hey, that she calls him dad. She said, Hey dad, I did a very bad thing today and I have a lot of parents upset at me. And so, Grandpa walked up to me and he said, hey, you know anything about this? I said, no, sir, but I'm about to find out right now. Mm-hmm. And so I, church was over. I stepped outside and I, I had called her and I said, hey, sis, what's going on? She started explaining it to me. And I spent the better part of two hours and fires out, yeah, so to speak. And so Brother Dwayne teased me and he goes, well, now you know what it feels like to be a missionary. <laughs> <laughs> he said, missionary Bradshaw putting fires out in Pakistan all the way on the other side of the world. <laughs> I say, I say, you, you got jokes, but <laughs> she, uh, we actually got her a, another translator, and uh, this translator that that has come in is, is a female, and so we're not having to worry about, you know, the 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 culture is different, 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, when she prays, she puts a head covering on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, males and females over there in Pakistan, you know, it's a, it's a predominantly Muslim nation. And so, you know, females are considered property in, in a lot of those nations. And so I, within myself, I have to be very careful with what I say, um, how I say it, as far as, you know, and I actually gained some very insightful wisdom from my grandpa, who has been to Africa countless numbers of times, but he said, look, he said, this is in its infancy. You don't know her family members. You don't know her background. He said, you would be wise not to say anything negative against islam or you know muslims in general Mm -hmm. until you have a full grasp and understand of her culture and where she's at yeah and so when we first started you know we're apostolics and what sets us apart from everybody else well acts 238 jesus name baptism those are great those are awesome but i don't know her level of teaching i don't know if she even knows who jesus really is mm-hmm. i don't know you know what she's expecting and it and going into this you know it it was easy for me to say oh jesus name baptism and holy ghost let, let's go let's mm-hmm. get it because that is what fundamentally sets us apart it, it, you know aside from holiness and separation and i mean we can go down a long rabbit trail of other things but predominantly that's what sets us apart from the rest of the world. And so it would be easy for me to jump on that candy stick, so to, so to speak, and just start, I, I believe what brother William say, throat punch him with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would be so easy, be so easy for me to do that, but I don't know what she knows. Yeah. Yeah. And so we have to start with the fundamentals. And so that's what we've done. Well, come to find out, She's actually had some teaching because everybody in her village worships Mary. Mm. And so we got, we got to talking about it, and uh, there's been Catholics that have come through there. And so they do know who Jesus is. And it has been a learning experience for us to figure out, okay, where are they at? And where can we start building on what they already know? Mm. Because... You know, we could go back over and start at the very beginning again. Well, they already know that, and I don't want them to become disinterested, yeah, so to speak. And so <clears throat> we have to build on what they already know and maybe correct some, you know, doctrinal issues and some other issues and just get it all worked out and get them on the right track. And so actually I did a – I've been doing daily Bible studies with them. Usually I'll text her back and forth. I found an English and Urdu Bible in King James online. Mm-hmm. And so it's a free resource. And so what I do is, is I copy both English and Urdu and I'll send her the scriptures. Yeah. And so she can read it in English and in her own language. And I called and I'm probably gonna get crucified for this, <laughs> but <laughs> with permission, uh-huh. <clears throat> with permission, I called UPCI headquarters and I started talking to them about finding literature in their language and come to find out they already had some. Oh, and wow. so, 
yeah, you you can actually get on the website. It's globaltracks.com and it's mm-hmm. bro, it's in every single language just about. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and so I found tracks in Urdu and so I started sending those to her and uh one of them was about the Holy Ghost and repentance and uh, baptism and then I think uh I don't want to make a lie out of myself. I think there was a uh there was one on there that was into his marvelous light, mm-hmm. the whole Bible study. Yeah. <clears throat> and so uh I started sending those to her and we started going over all the scriptures and everything. Well, she started asking about baptism. And so we just started talking about baptism and we started going down, you know, it's all interesting. We baptize in Jesus' name, and she wanted scripture for it, so I was sending her all these scriptures, and she's seen it. And so she went and got her dad, mm-hmm. and she started teaching her dad. And, you know, I can't understand her language, but she just – she was rapid-firing at him. And you started to hear him saying, oh – and then he would be like, oh, hallelujah, yes. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. And, bro, before it was all said and done – Man, he was sitting there, and, and he, you know, he had tears streaming down his face, and he said, "I want to be baptized in Jesus's precious name." Wow! And so that's tugging at my heart as well, because now I have her whole family who wants to be baptized in Jesus' name, and on top of that, every scripture that I've been sending her, she's been, you know, reading it, and she's been going and teaching it to the kids in her village, mm-hmm. the kids that she's doing Sunday school with, yeah. she's been traveling to, to two and three villages around her. Oh, and wow. we've been holding Sunday school with different groups of kids every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just one group of kids. We're talking, we'll have 30 kids here. We'll have 50 kids here. We have 60 kids here. So I don't really have an accurate number of how many kids that we've been teaching to every Sunday, uh-huh. but it's been a different amount every Sunday because they're traveling to different villages. Wow. <clears throat> and so we could be teaching upwards to, you know, 150, 200 Pakistani kids. Mm-hmm. We just don't know that at this point. Wow. I'm trying to figure it out, but the language barriers is there a little still. Mm-hmm. But with our new interpreter, she speaks really good English. It's not perfect English, but it's really good English. Mm-hmm. And I asked her the other day, I said, are you Catholic? And she said, no, brother, we preach the gospel. <clears throat> wow. And so, uh, you know, I, I, had, I had asked her if she'd been baptized, and she said, no, I, I've never been baptized. But I, she said, sister, yeah, so here, talk to me. She said, and I want to be baptized in Jesus' name. Wow. And so after sitting down and thinking about it, I'm like, man, I, I can't get to Pakistan to baptize these people, and I really don't want to wait until next year to get them baptized mm-hmm. and so i i went and talked to brother Dwayne. i said look i don't feel comfortable with you know letting them wait until next year to get baptized i i really want to do it right now because they need to go down in his name they see it right now mm-hmm. and I, I want them to go ahead and go down in his precious name and so you know with council i think what i'm going to try to do is is i'm going to set up a date where they can get down to the river and i'm going to facetime them i'm going to whatever video call them a messenger mm-hmm. and i'm gonna pray over you know dad and we'll have dad dunk himself and we'll pray over him and say in jesus name and then let him turn around and baptize his family wow. until we can get there and do it ourselves because you know like you've been to africa mm-hmm. baptismal services are a little different over in africa oh yeah 
they they grab a drum everybody lines up they beat the drum mm-hmm. and we have a mass baptism and it's a big ceremony yeah and it's something special about and i don't know did you hear this word a lot where you were there did they call you mzungu no not in not in liberia um man, it, go ahead i'm sorry man everywhere we went man it was mzungu which for for those who don't know that that means light skin or white man basically uh. <laughs> and so Bro, you felt like you're in a fishbowl. Well, that's a why because I'm, because I'm not that light skinned. That's why. I'm just... <laughs> oh yeah, lucky you. <laughs> no man, I'm. They still called me white man when I was out there. <laughs> it, man, you felt like you're in a fishbowl. A lot of them kids had never seen a white man before, and they just wanted to touch you and yeah. they just wanted to be around you. But baptism over there is is a ceremonial thing, and everybody wants to be baptized by the white man. Mm-hmm. It's something special. And I and that's the same way it is over there in Pakistan. You know, we're the ones that's delivering the word of God to them mm-hmm. and it's something special to them. She said she said, Brother, she said, I want you to baptize me. And then I was talking to, you know, her dad, and he was like, Brother, he said or he calls me son. Mm-hmm. He said, Son, I, I want you to baptize me. And then, you know, her, I talked to her mom periodically as well. Sweet family, man. And she was like she she calls me her big son. Uh-huh. She said, "She said I want my big son to put me down in Jesus' name." And I said, "I will, I, I will when I get there." Mm-hmm. But I don't want them to wait that long to go yeah. down in, in the precious name. And so I think that's what we're going to have doing. So I talked to to Brother Dwayne, and I think what we're going to try to do is is uh, we're going to do it off of a computer. Mm-hmm. That way we can cast it on our projector, and oh, the wow. whole church can watch while we baptize them. That's awesome. You'll have to let me know when to do that, so that way I can stream in. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, we can do it on a on Messenger. We can do rooms, so I can room you in. Wow, that's awesome. That's that's awesome, man. There's a, so much going on right now, and and um, I think this is phenomenal. Just just God's hand just on this, um, and I'm so glad we're hearing your part of the story because there's a lot more that you have. Um, you know, a different perspective on this whole situation. And then this is all awesome information, like awesome news that we're hearing on from the last episode we had. Um, right. What, what have you been facing as far as challenges? I know you said that you had an, an issue with the interpreter. Um, but what else have you been facing as far as with this? Are you, are you guys facing anything like dangerous with these, with them? Yes. So this, Sister Sahir and her group, no. Mm-hmm. Um, they're more towards the central part of Pakistan. And so their local government, their, their local area are friendly towards Christians. Okay. But we have another group that one of the other men in our, you know, in our church who does kids ministry with us, he's working with another group that God has opened the door for. And this lady is actually, she's Muslim. She comes from a Muslim family. Mm-hmm. Her husband is Christian. Mm. And so they're doing Sunday school, and he started talking to her, and we actually did our first lesson with her Sunday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we did them simultaneously. He's been talking to her and giving her Bible studies and stuff, and she said, well, look, I want you to do Sunday school with our kids. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Brother Doug Love's like, all right, well, we already do it you know, to Pakistan. So you can just tune in because it's the same exact time. Mm-hmm. And so, so she was like, yeah, let's do it. Well, her family caught wind of it. 
Oh. And her, her family's uh, radical Muslim, mm-hmm. and they have threatened to kill her oh, wow. over this. And so Sunday, uh, you know, she was on, and she was a little hesitant to do it with us, mm-hmm. but she still did it with us. And believe it or not, my topic of my, my lesson Sunday was uh, <laughs> we may look different. We may be from different countries. You know, we may be from different backgrounds. You know, you may be rich. I may be poor. But in God, we're 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 all one because mm-hmm. we're all everybody. Red, yellow, black, white. We are all. All right, folks. Hold on one second. We just lost brother Chris, but I think we're getting him back right now. Hey, brother. I lost you for a second. Oh, it's no problem. No problem. We got you. We're still good. So keep going. All right. So red, yellow, black, or white, we're all dependent on the fact that there was a cross. Mm. And so she was sitting there, and we started praying with the kids, and I was telling them, I said, when Jesus hung on the cross, and he said, it's finished, and he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. His blood, when it was running down that cross, ran red. Mm-hmm. And I, I did my rope trick. I, I take three different size ropes, and I make them all the same length. Mm-hmm. And so I was telling them, I do not care that I'm from the United States and that you are from Pakistan. We still are dependent on the fact that we need a Savior. And because he went and died and shed his blood on Calvary's cross, I can now call you my brother. I can now call you my sister. Are we from different races and backgrounds as far as ethnicity goes? Absolutely. And your culture is different than my culture? Absolutely. But that does not mean that God loves me any more than you. Are you any more than me? The fact of the matter is, is the Bible says in that while we were all sinners, Christ died for us. Mm-hmm. It did not say, and you know, because of I'm white, he died for me. And th- there was no contingency on the cross. There was no, you have to be from this ethnicity. You have to be from this background. You have to have this much money. There was no stipulation on the cross. The fact was, is, Jesus came to die for sin, not for skin. Mm. And so whenever we started going through this conversation, you could see the other lady, the, the Muslim lady, you could see it in her eyes. She was she was comprehending what we were talking about. Yeah. And by the time we were all it was all said and done, bro, she had her hands up. She was praying. And I mean she was praying. She would get with it. Wow. It, it wasn't a it wasn't a now I lay me down to sleep prayer. It was a mm-hmm. hey, I I'm touching heaven. Yeah. And so same thing with all of our kids uh, that were in the compound. They were all doing the same thing. And generally, after we do Sunday school, Sister Sahir and uh, our translator, she'll she'll call me back afterwards after she's gotten away because they feed the kids. Mm-hmm. And so while the kids are eating, she'll generally walk up on top of her house. They have a flat roof, yeah. and they call me back, and they'll go over the lesson. And mm-hmm. if they didn't understand something, they'll ask questions or you know, we'll just talk. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking and she said, she said, brother, thank you for your lesson today. She said, because I was worried you are an American and I am from a Muslim nation. I was worried about how you felt about that. And I said, sister, 
I really don't care from what background you come from. Mm-hmm. You need Jesus just as much as I need Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And so she she was saying, oh, thank you, brother. Thank you so much. Because, you know, for them, they are a little scared. You know, this is still a little new, mm-hmm. and they don't know really who we are. And so that's why generally if I'm talking to her, I try to video uh, chat with her mm-hmm. so she can see me. Because I could say anything over chat and be anybody saying it over chat. Yeah, yeah. So, and nine times out of ten, you know, her mom's there, her dad's there, her little brother's there, and we all end up in a group conversation anyway. So. Yeah. Wow. You know, and man, that's incredible. You know, and just, the, <clears throat> I feel so like the things we take for granted, you know. Being able to freely worship God. Mm-hmm. And it, that's another thing that, you know, the coronavirus has forced us to do. And that is, you know, we haven't really been able to meet like we usually meet. We yeah. haven't really been able to get together like we usually get together. And now we're being forced to uh, appreciate the house of God, I, I guess would be a way to put that. Mm-hmm. Because we're not there. Yeah. And so... If you don't have a greater appreciation for your man of God, for your house of God, for even the the things of God, the kingdom of God after this, Mm -hmm. then you really need to find some place and you really need to get a hold of heaven because something's bad wrong. Yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah, definitely this, I think that's the overall thing I've been feeling is just like, man, just a love and appreciation for it, you know? Yes. God help me not to take it for granted ever again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we're teaching to China. You know, these people, if they're caught, it's not just a slap on the wrist. Yeah, yeah. And Pakistan, you know, this Muslim lady, if her family finds out, it's not just a bad girl, how dare you do that. No, she's facing death. Mm-hmm. And, like, you could see it in her eyes. It's not idle threats. She really believes this. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm coming to her from the privileged state of, well, I can go to church anytime I want to, and I don't have to face repercussions of, you know, death. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with the coronavirus going on right now, we have to face repercussions of, you've been to church? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Because, you know, you can't get the coronavirus from Walmart mm-hmm. or Target. Yeah. But, but you're, you're going to get it from going to church. Yeah. But that's still not facing death. Yeah. And she's facing that, and she is still choosing. Mm -hmm. And it's a choice. She is still choosing. I'm still going to log on with them Sunday, and Mm -hmm. I'm still going to listen to what they have to say. Yeah. Well, that's that's an awesome responsibility for us. Because Mm -hmm. I could casually approach it and and just be like, well, it's just another, another, you know, video conference with Pakistan. No, that's life or death to them. Mm-hmm. And how dare I just approach it from, well, I'm just going to throw a lesson together real quick and hopefully they, they, they enjoy it. Wow. How yeah. dare I? Yeah. You know. It's an awesome responsibility. And yeah. I take it just as serious as if Pastor were to hand me a microphone and say, hey, bro, I want you to preach to our church tonight. Yeah, yeah. I take it just as serious. Mm-hmm. Because it's still souls. Amen, man. Amen. Wow. And that's that's beautiful, you know. 
it's it's just you know we want to sit here and cry and complain about how we have to have church at home <laughs> right you know it's like man yeah I'm, we can we we can log on our cell phones yeah anywhere sitting on our, sitting on our couch anywhere yeah and there, and a lot of these people are having to do it in hiding mm-hmm. how dare i take it for granted bro yeah oh jesus forgive me for the times i have yeah man chris you have you have just encouraged me and i'm hoping that this is encouraging somebody to do something it doesn't have to be in Pakistan. It doesn't have to be in Mexico. It doesn't have to be in China. It can be in your backyard. It can be your next door neighbor. Whatever it is that God wants you to do, let's act on it. Let's not. Absolutely. Let's not wait. And if you feel that nudge, if you feel that nudge from the Holy Ghost, act on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen is it, it doesn't pan out because you. Everybody has that question. Is this me or is this you, God? Mm-hmm. And we all want that big, booming voice. <laughs> Brother Munoz. Yeah. This is God speaking. Or we want that letter in the mail that says, hey, go here, do this. Yeah. That's not the way God works. He works through these nudges. He works through these open doors. And, you know, I, I was questioning myself. I'm like, all right, God, is this just is this you or is this just me trying to push my agenda, my ministry, am I trying to push myself to the forefront? Mm-hmm. And it was like, no, you know, I, that's not what it is at all. Because, bro, I was just going to hand Pakistan straight to Brother Williams and say, here you go, bro, add mm-hmm. it to China Church. And yeah. I was perfectly fine with that. But he was like, no, bro, you made the contact with Pakistan. You're the one that's going to have to be responsible for them. Just like Brother Williams is, is responsible for China. I'm now responsible for Pakistan, and I make that connection on a daily basis. Yeah. But yet we're we're operating together. And so it could have just been so easy for me to say, is this me, God, and yeah. not follow it. If Even if it was just me, worst things worst, it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Act on what you are feeling. Especially yeah. if it's for the kingdom of God and you have your pastor's permission, act on it because you don't know the door that you could be walking through. I thought we were walking through a door with a family of four, and brother, we could be facing right now up to 200 kids. We don't know. Yeah. There's three different villages she's traveling to. We don't know. It could be 200 kids. And I could have just said, well, this is just me. But instead, I said, all right, God, if it's you, I believe the doors are going to open, and I believe this is going to work out. And, bro, it has. Mm -hmm. All because I acted on something that I felt. Wow. Wow. And because he opened the door. You you get what I'm saying? I don't think I can clarify that. No, no, no. Yeah, you're good. Man, that's encouraging. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to join the international churches with... uh, (laughs) China and Pakistan <laughs> here and, me- and soon to be Mexico. Uh, Bro, if, if we'll I start see, praying if I that God does it for you. If I see you in Redlands, <laughs> I'm going after you. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yep. Chris. Because, I mean, we're still doing that, too. We're still doing it in our backyard. Yeah, yeah. And that's never that's never stopped. You're just adding. Right. You know. Right, exactly. Um, Chris, it has been a tremendous blessing to sit here and just talk with you. 
and just hear from you and hear your your victory reports and hear your reporting on what's going on uh, over at Union City and around the world now. Um, I just want to thank you for joining us today and just sharing your heart with us. Yes, sir. As always, it's a pleasure to be on your podcast, man. Yeah. I can't wait till this craziness is over and I can get back to California. There we go, man. We get, uh, well, I don't know if junior camp's happening this year, but you know. It isn't. I got Brother Booker emailed me. Ah, you know. But hey, you know. I was ready. There will be other times. Don't worry. We got plenty to go. So thank you again, Brother Chris. I appreciate it. And thank you guys for listening to to the podcast here. And remember, folks, stay keen to minded. Stay keen to minded. Thank you.